Still shopping for the perfect holiday gift? Time is running out, but you can still snag some holiday favorites from Carlos Phillips Images on Redbubble. Head to cpimages77.redbubble.com to find a great spread of original photos and illustrations. For the holidays, order a set of Christmas cards with the Emmanuel design or get an essential t-shirt with the Winter Wonderland design. And those are just two of the 88 offerings at cpimages77.redbubble.com. Charm your friends with the benefits of walking mug and push your trends with the dot-to-dot all-over tote. Click on a design to see all the ways you can gift it, even if it's a gift to yourself. Support independent artists like Carlos Phillips. One more time, that is at cpimages77.redbubble.com. This is Y'all Heard, a podcast for me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, are continuously not related. And this is a show where two friends are wishing you a happy start of Hanukkah today. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, That really doesn't summarize the show at all, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in other words... We tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Well, first off, I, I just realized my voice is something. I'm not drinking. Well, I am drinking something. I'm trying not to drink alcohol. So instead, I'm drinking more coffee, and I'm on, like, my third cup. But it's at that point where it's, like, it's just I've drank too much coffee. It's not doing anything for me. So it's just making me sadder that I'm drinking it, and nothing's happening. So I'm just in a dark place. Because <laughs> I don't have... Because I'm not letting myself drink, and I don't have any other vices, and coffee only works to a point. And and how do you like I your wish coffee? I still smoked. I'm sorry. What? How do you like your coffee? Uh, I I I liked it black, but my stomach can't take it anymore, mm. so I have to drink it with just some milk. But still dark. Yeah. It's like dark. the dark yeah. place you are in. Exactly. So Poetry. I'm people poetry (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i'm not we're all glad that you don't smoke yeah i know and if you're one of my family members listening to this for the first time i hope not might be news to you that i ever smoked (laughs) anyway uh cigarettes not marijuana (laughs) (laughs) anyway Um, uh Oh, God, just say anything. It doesn't matter. Well, I was going to make this a plug, but I have a a bunch of things down at the bottom of my list of stuff uh, for plugs. So instead, I'll tell you that I spent the day... Okay, I didn't spend the day preparing for this episode, okay? I don't want anybody to get their standards that high. Yeah, okay, okay. But in preparing for this show, I spent the day listening to our Phyllis Family holiday uh, playlist on Spotify, oh, and it's still fun. Threw a couple of things on there that weren't on there already. Oh, cool! Maybe I'll listen then. Yeah. So anybody leading up to the holidays, there's some stuff for you. But it was oh. fun to to kind of hear stuff. And I remember every year we sort of ask each other like, what's our favorite holiday, like Christmas song? Uh huh. And uh, but it can change so. Well, do you want to tell us what your favorite Christmas song is this year? 
It's not an icebreaker, just part of the how was your it, week. It, I might have picked it last year, but I really like Billy Squire. His uh, Christmas is a time to say I love you. Okay, I don't know what that is, but it sounds nice. Um, I feel like you would like it because, like, late into the song, everybody's singing the chorus and having a good time. And okay, I like that. It's a convincing that. good time. Okay. Um, I don't... So here's... Okay, I'm going to tell you. Now I'm finally coming awake and remembering pieces of my week. <laughs> I will say that uh, I spent half of my week at my boyfriend's house, and his house has a little more space and lack of spiders. So I was like, we're going to put the Christmas tree and all the holiday stuff in your house. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, he's sick now, so I've been quarantining from him. So there is nothing Christmassy in my house. I have not watched a Christmas movie Listen to Christmas music. I all the decoration I have is a nativity set, so I am not in the Christmas spirit enough because I, I just jammed it all into someone else's house so that I wouldn't have to do the upkeep, not thinking I wouldn't be at their house. So there's that. Uh, the other thing I want to mention for my week: oh, Christmas song. Um, I don't have a main one because I haven't listened to it very much, but let's just say like. The Charlie Brown do 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 that whatever oh no that was wrong you know whatever you don't know what I mean anyway yes do I sound very <laughs> hyper right now yes because I'm trying to say everything before I forget it uh, oh the coffee's no. kicking in yeah no the Charlie Brown song that goes do 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 the Christmas okay. that's, that's the one we know. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was seeing something that wasn't anything. Last thing I want to say before I forget is my job, which I will not say what it is or who I work for, and hopefully none of my coworkers will ever listen to this, decided that tomorrow, after work hours, we're not getting paid extra, is going to have an award ceremony uh, via Zoom that has a dress code, which is, quote, dress to impress very loose also i have the ability oh, to tilt my camera where you could only see my neck up so no one could tell no. me what to wear. you have to no. dress to impress yourself i mean yeah exactly okay exactly so no idea what i'm gonna wear yet it should be interesting now um i because i mean i i like that i've been setting a precedent and i always do something antisocial or jarring or something but i'm oh i didn't tell you about the award ceremony yet so we thought like, oh, it's gonna be our managers being like, and the board for the best blog post is Marissa. No, uh, we got a memo saying it's something like a, an award secret Santa, where we all get assigned a secret person that we need to make up an award for, and and we were like, what the fuck is this? This isn't this isn't a real thing. That like sounds great. our man. Yeah, it was like our managers are supposed to tell us what we do good, not us tell each other. Best Steve. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was insert. Also, we could be assigned people that we don't even know because there are people in our department that we never work with and I like barely even knew her in my department. I did get someone I know. Good. But I am like incapable of which I which I learned I learned this one Mother's Day when we were told to give speeches that I'm incapable of complimenting someone in front of somebody else. Most like privately humble. I can compliment someone, but I can't I just cannot earnestly compliment someone in front of an audience. So 
It's going to be weird. I wrote it today. I know the person, so I told them, I'm like, totally, it's going to be weird. Just so you know, I do like you, but totally, it's going to seem facetious and or sarcastic. <laughs> uh, the word commend is in there a lot. Uh, I say that they warmed my heart, and I end saying that they, <laughs> telling them to shine bright for they are a diamond. And I know the delivery will be so shine bright like a diamond yeah exactly <laughs> so i think mean, i don't know in it's your home like... you should drink a bottle of wine before you do this <laughs> and dance live as you're giving this out and then fall asleep immediately after live on camera <laughs> i would love it but then if i danced on camera they would know that i wasn't wearing that i was probably wearing like sweatpants on the bottom which quote is not to impress anyway i will tell you next week how well that was delivered. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, that was long. I just, I had my no. second wind, everybody, live on camera. Okay. Icebreaker. We have a submitted icebreaker. Hey guys, hey Pete and Rosa. Um, huge fan of your work, huge. Uh, I had something that could potentially be an icebreaker. I'm not sure, you know, and you do what you want with it. It's your show. Thank um, you. the question is, would you rather <laughs> go back in time to meet your ancestors or travel forward in time to meet your descendants? You know, curious about what you guys would do. Okay. Love you. Bye bye. Absolutely meet my ancestors. I would not want to go forward in time <laughs> and meet like disappointing people and like know that I have like no control over it or like But if I don't you were to go back to the past and like one of your ancestors is like a bean farmer, you could be like did better than you, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> well see, I know a little bit about at least some of my ancestors and like I think I've mentioned before, like one of them was a like a like a folk, like witchy doctor person, and and they did all sorts of interesting things. Uh, the term is culandera, but I, I forgot. You know, if you remember what that is, listeners. Uh, so that would be exciting to meet them. My father knows almost nothing about his mother. It'd be exciting to meet them. Uh, I, I, definitely ancestors. I see. I am glad that I am at least 35 now because I don't want to be alive far into the future because <laughs> I see nothing good in the future uh, with all of the <laughs> AI and deep fakes and robots. Yeah, this uh, is just like a trick. By the way, guys, that was from Cassie. She didn't leave her name, but we know who she is. Yeah. Um, and this is all actually just a trick for Cassie from Cassie for us to pick the future and then land in a desolate wasteland. <laughs> exactly. All I see are bad things in the future. So, no. Absolutely go back in the past. I want to go Please. in time and get robbed by my descendants. <laughs> Take his shoes. I do not want to deal with the singularity. I think okay. I have to pick uh, ancestors because I don't think I'm going to have any descendants. Yeah, also there is that. I don't even know what I'm going to have to do sentence, but I chose not to say that. Um, but continue. But, uh, but like, there, there is, 
because I'm me, sorry, I was like, huh, who would my descendants be? Would they be people that have to be blood-related to me? Or would they be people that I had an impact on in this life? What? What defines family? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I was thinking if I didn't have a child, I would just, like, see, like, other people's children who are blood-related to me in the future, but, like... Okay, all right. Because, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to see that. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm just going to go with uh, Ancestors by default. Yeah. I don't have anything nearly as deep as Marissa had to say. Um, Because... Cassie has a lot of hope in us having children. (laughs) Yeah. You give so, us too much credit, Cassie. If you have an answer to Cassie's question, you can call us at five, like she did, at 570-PODWAD1. Um, I don't know. I feel like my my family's been in America for a while, so that's <laughs> just old America. I don't know. I don't think there's going to be much interesting stuff to see. I'm not saying that, like, I, I would be, like, I would land there and give them the finger. Like, I'd rather, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eat a cheeseburger in the present then come back and visit your lame ass well they might give you like old timey wisdom and they might also have like cocaine that they that they could legally Mm -hmm. give you depending on how far back don't you want to drink cocaine filled coca cola but don't you think that old time wisdom is the same as present day wisdom because time is really just a flat circle yeah, it is. But they have gone through things we haven't gone through. So meaning if we've gone through them, maybe the same wisdom would be reached. But, ooh, one second. Do you hear that noise? Uh, was it dog barking? No. Uh, water comes up from my kitchen sink once okay. a day and bubbles. And I don't know why, and I don't want to tell anyone, because they said that if my drain clogs, I pay for it. <laughs> so I'm just going to let that happen every day of my life. Anyway, um... They have different experiences that we haven't experienced, so whether or not we have the same wisdom, like, we haven't gone through, like, the Great Depression. Does that make sense, what I just said? Like, or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Although, they might And again, have... I just want to drink Coca-Cola with cocaine in it. <laughs> they might have some interesting folk tales to tell us. Oh, Somebody's trying to do a segue. <laughs> now, normally, <laughs> we do two holiday-themed episodes when we lead up to Christmas, and we focus on American and Christian themes or traditions because we are more familiar with them. And I think we feel safer making fun of them because we're more familiar with them. Yeah, um, yeah. I also, I, try to keep the Christmas episode clean for the kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, I and like no. hopeful and optimistic but this week I wanted to get down in the dirt about a particular Christmas character back, one who's... back up and delete what you said and re-record it going this year I want to get down and dirty and I do it get... in like that weird voice you do this year I want to get down and dirty yes thank you you know exactly <laughs> what I meant thank you continue <laughs> uh, about a particular Christmas character one who has appeared on the show before but before like he's been a guest before we get there, Marissa. Francis? Um, Marissa, did you see that Santa Claus has a naturally occurring immunity to the coronavirus, so it's okay that he comes to visit your house this year? For some reason, I felt like I knew that, but I might have imagined that. Because what? Did you just make that up? Like, did I. Where did I get that from? 
In November, uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci told USA Today that, quote, Santa is exempt uh, from this, all the things going on, uh, because Santa... That is dangerous to say, because because a child could run up to any Santa and, like, be all over him thinking he is does not have the coronavirus. Sorry, continue. Of all the good qualities that Santa has, uh, he has a lot of good innate immunity. The article goes goes on to say it should be oh it should come as no surprise as children already know Santa is superhuman he flies around the world in one night delivers millions of toys and eats his weight in cookies of course we exposed the truth about Santa a couple of years ago we this is outside of the article uh, when we shared my personal theory that Santa Claus is an alien from outer space um, but Marissa do you think this immunity is fake news? Uh. I mean, to go, oops, I mean, because, okay, I don't know. let me No, because I just want to say that this is not a child-friendly episode. I want to remind you that I was raised to not think Santa exists, so I would say all of that is, but continue. Well, the reason I asked is because in 1918, the St. Paul Daily News reported that Santa caught a nasty flu that was going on that year, and he was banned from Minneapolis. That's weird. <laughs> What does that even mean? What? Many people died and 44 schools closed because the flu was so bad that year. But because Santa got it and spread it to all the children? I'm sorry, no. I misunderstood that. Oh. <laughs> but that because, would be cool. Because he was going to pass it along, I think they were just like, stay out of here. But back at the USA Today article... Santa's uh, not real. Why do people <laughs> keep writing... Why do adults keep writing articles addressing someone who doesn't exist... I don't like that. Dr. Peter Hetz, Dean of the National School of Tropical Medicine at Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, said that he hopes that Santa gets vaccinated for the coronavirus when a vaccine is available, given his underlying risk factors and exposures. Quote, I hear the ventilation in Santa's workshop is not the best and opening windows in North Pole winters could be problematic. Oh, wait to throw shade, bitch. The good news is that mask compliance there is pretty good, and the elves have committed to social distancing. Mrs. Claus has implemented a program of regular testing, and the reindeer are now leading contra- contact tracing. So now, I'm sorry. That last, part, that last part's bullshit, right? Well, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One... What is canon? Because, okay, he's immune, but also he's getting the vaccine. And two... Is the canon here that Santa lives in this realm? Yeah. Okay. But, so Santa... Canon in the article. (laughs) But Santa got the coronavirus how? Oh, no, he hasn't gotten it. They're saying he's got to be careful. But he... Oh, 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 I'm sorry. But I'm sorry, I got confused. Continue. Now, but like now that a vaccine is together, do you think that Santa should jump to the top of the list? No. Do you think he's a, an essential worker? Oh, yeah, but not before doctors. I think doctors then Santa when energy workers get vaccinated. Like me. <laughs> Oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just said what Sounds I like do. Marissa's going to be on the naughty list this year. <laughs> Continue. But of course, Marissa, even if Santa can make the trip, he needs to be careful with the companions that he travels with. Because they could spread coronavirus? Reindeer? Well, you know, are you talking about the reindeer? 
He doesn't travel with elves. No, no, he has other companions. What the fuck are you talking about? So, it kind of depends on where he's going as to what companion is accompanying him. In the folklore of Germany, Neck Ruprecht, which which translates to farmhand Rupert or servant Rupert, is a companion of St. Nicholas and possibly, according to Wikipedia, the most familiar. Tradition oh, holds. I forgot. Are you going to bring up the problematic one at some point? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tradition holds that the he was a man with a long beard wearing a fur coat in pea straw. Um, he sometimes carried a long staff and a bag of ashes and wore bells on his clothes. Why the fuck does he have a bag of ashes? Like a person's ashes? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? No, no. He definitely used the ashes for things. According oh, okay. to tradition... Neck Ruprecht, which again, I'm not a German person, um, asks children whether they know their prayers. If they do, they receive apples, nuts, and gingerbread. If not, he blows fucking ashes in your face. If not, he beats the children with his bag of ashes. Really? (laughs) Really. Oh my gosh, it's even better than what I said. In other more... Presumably, why not have like a bat? A bag of ashes is like gonna put ash all over the place, like a wiffle bat, not like a real bat. I don't want it to kill them. I'm not. I'm we'll not get, we'll get to the ash. We'll get to the ash a little bit later, but um, but in other presumably that. more modern versions of the story, he gives naughty children gifts such as lumps of coal, sticks, and stones, while well-behaved children receive the sweets from Santa Claus. Or St. Nicholas. Oh, that sounds... Go ahead. <laughs> he also can be known to give naughty children a switch in their shoes instead of candy, fruit, and nuts in the German what tradition. What's a switch? Like a Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, what is a switch? I don't know what that is. A uh, switch is a stick that you get beaten with. Now, here's my question for you. <laughs> Why are you giving the kids a switch? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. For them to beat other children? For the, oh, no, no, no. For them to self-flat... What is it? Yeah. Like? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, Ruprecht sometimes walks with a limp because of a childhood injury. <laughs> this is some weird shit. <laughs> that was my favorite detail. Often his black clothes and dirty face are attributed to the soot he collects when he goes down chimneys. In some traditions, the children would be summoned to the door to perform tricks, such as a dance or singing a song to impress upon Santa and Ruprecht that they Holy were indeed shit. good children. Those who, perform, those who performed badly would be beaten soundly, and those who performed well were given a gift or some treats. Christmas sounds fucking terrifying those you have to who fucking were... practice all year to impress this like ash man otherwise he's gonna <laughs> beat your ass i said ash man not ass man i thought about that afterwards continue those who performed badly enough or had committed other misdeeds throughout the year were put in rupert's sack and taken away variously to rupert's home in the black forest to be consumed later or tossed into a river <laughs> See, this is where it would make sense if his body was filled with human ashes. Because they were the ashes of the children he burned, which is no worse than eating them. (laughs) And at least it would make sense. Continue. In other versions, um, 
children must be asleep, and when they wake, they would find their uh, shoes filled with sweets, coal, or in some cases, a stick, as we previously mentioned. What, what is what is canonical? Kids, at Christmas time, you're like, do I fucking sleep? Do I fucking do a <laughs> dance? Like, what do I do? I don't know. That sounds horrifying. Now, Marissa talked about our old friend, Krampus. Yes. <laughs> A while back, Marissa, you say Krampus as much as you want. Don't you let me stop you. I'm never going to say Krampus. Because that seems like I'm making fun of German people or what, <laughs> what nationality. I don't know. Sometimes accompanying St. Nicholas and sometimes on his own, Krampus. So you're going to say accompanying Satan. Continue. Krampus visits homes and businesses. I swear to God, that's what it said. It said he visits homes and businesses. Businesses? Okay. So... Get ready at your next holiday party, bitches. Krampus appears in many variations. Most share some common physical characteristics. He is hairy. He is usually brown or black. <clears throat> and has cloven hooves and horns of a goat. His long, pointed tongue lolls out, and he has fangs. Pete, no, I'm sorry, not Pete. Do not mistake what Pete said when he said lolls as LOL. <laughs> okay? <laughs> He does not mean that... He laughs out loud with his tongue out. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, continue. Krampus Krampus carries chains thought to symbolize the binding of the devil by the Christian church. He thrashes the chains for dramatic effect. So so he's Catholic? The chains are sometimes accompanied with bells of various sizes. I'm sorry, Um, he's Catholic? I mean, he's part of the... I, I guess it's part of a tradition. I don't know Catholic, but Christian, at least. You know, there's a lot of, like, splinter groups in Christianity. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, of more pagan origins are the rootin, which are bundles of birch branches that Krampus carries um, and with which he occasionally swats children. The birch, apart from its phallic significance... May Rose. have a connection with the initiation rites of certain witch covens. Which is fine for the witches, but not for the Krampus to hit children if it's phallic. The Right. The birch branches are... Thank you for saying that, because I didn't make that note. <laughs> it's just like hitting kids with a bunch of dicks. Just swapping kids with dicks. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? The birch branches are replaced with a whip in some representations. Sometimes Krampus appears with a sack or a basket strapped to his back. This is to cart off... Yeah, but he does appear with, quote, a sack. Continue. (laughs) Because of its phallic reference. I'm very hyper. (laughs) This is to cart evil children... uh, Cart off evil children for drowning, eating, or transport to hell. Capital H, hell. Ooh. Multiple things to bring up here. One, I like how eating and putting kids in bodies of water is recurring yeah. uh, through these different uh, folklore stories. And two, I'm confused. Okay. He might bring them to capital H hell. However, he also carries chains that bound to, to signify what bound Satan. So I do not understand if he is with or against Satan. With. Yeah, he's not oh. carrying. He's not carrying the chains to say I'm going to catch Satan and bind him. He's carrying the chains because he is, is like Satan an evil, like an evil spirit that is, you know, going to is is I guess partially bound in some way. 
Okay, I totally misunderstood it. Got it. You remember the uh, Marley Brothers, plural, in The Muppet Christmas Carol and how they shake the chains for dramatic effect? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, next up is Bell Snickle. Uh, mm. He is a man who wears uh, fur, which covers his entire body, and sometimes wears a mask with a long tongue. Let me guess. Does he carry around a bunch of dicks <laughs> and eat the kids? <laughs> He is a rather scary creature who visits children at Christmas time and delivers socks or shoes full of candy. But if children were not good, they will find coal. Well, the other the other part of this is like if they're not good, they will find coal in their stockings instead. But I keep thinking back to these old times, and wouldn't it be great to have some coal? I mean, yeah, they probably use it to warm in their house. I'm sure they weren't using natural gas at the time. Yeah, a first-hand account in the night from the 19th century um, of the Beltsnickel is from Allegheny County in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And this is from a book called Brown's Miscellaneous Writings: A Collection of Essays by Jacob Brown. Uh, he was born in 1824. He was writing about a period around 1830. Okay. Quote, we did not hear of Santa Claus. Instead, the tradition called for a visit by a different character altogether. He was, this is the excerpt from the book, uh, which I think I'm going to hop out at a certain point because it's kind of, anyway. He was known as Chris Kinkle. Oh. Beltsnickle, and sometimes known as the Xmas Woman. Children... Hang on, Marissa. Okay. <laughs> this is pretty transphobic. <laughs> okay. Children then not only saw the mysterious person, but felt him, or rather his stripes upon their backs with his switch. What? So, beating children. The annual visitor would make his appearance some hours after dark, thoroughly disguised, especially in the face, uh, which would sometimes be covered with a hideously ugly fizz, P-H-I-Z, which apparently is, means expression. Okay. Generally wore a female garb, hence the name Christmas Woman. Sometimes it would be a veritable woman, but with masculine force or action. He okay. or she would be equipped with an ample sack about the shoulders filled with cakes, nuts, and fruits, and long and a Do long... Do not pause after you say sack. I know it was but, but a moment, but it counted. Um, and it jarred me because we were already flirting with with interesting things. Continue. <laughs> I get it because it is it is equipped with an ample sack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, I'm with you. Um, and he would, uh, they would also, of course, have a long hazel switch, which was supposed to have some side of some sort of charm in it, as well as a sting. Uh, okay. Two things. Here's the part that I struggle with. Okay. So hold your two things for just a little bit longer. Okay. One, one would scatter the goodies on the floor. Okay. (laughs) So you're saying you got, you got this person who comes in, they throw, what was I saying? Cakes, nuts, and fruits on the floor. Yeah. All the kids go for them and he beats all of them. (laughs) Okay. That's what I was going to ask. It sounds like he hits all of them, but, uh, but apparently his switch has a charm. So it is promoting uh, uh, 
BDS? No. Yeah, BDSM or something? Listen to the language used in this excerpt. Okay. One would scatter the goodies upon the floor, and then scramble would begin by the delighted children. And the other hand would ply the switch upon the backs of the excited youngsters, who would not show a wince, but had it been parental discipline, there would have been screams to reach a long distance. This sounds so dirty, kinky, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Next up... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's just move past uh, old Belsnickel. <laughs> Oof. Next up, and quickly, because we have a more significant and problematic person to get to, uh, is Pete Fuedar. Uh This is French for uh, Father Whipper. Or Are you sure man. it's just Fuedar? Are you sure it's like Pete Fuedar or something? That's actually closer to what it is, yeah. Say it in French. Pete Fouettard. Thank you. Why don't you just say it like all like American like and take away the joy for me? I wrote it out phonetically so I didn't stumble. Okay, okay. Continue. Um, he's a character who also by by the way, you gotta keep in mind, all of these people are visiting houses with Saint Nicholas. Okay. So this person also uh accompanies Saint well, Nicholas. Well Santa's leaving gifts for those kids. He's just yes. letting that other person whip them in a corner. Okay, continue. Um, who accompanies St. Nicholas on his rounds during St. Nicholas Day, which is the 6th of December, dispensing mm. lumps of coal and or beatings to naughty children while St. Nicholas gives gifts to the well-behaved. Cool. The most popular story... Oh, I'm sorry. It's not. This one doesn't have the name Pete in it at all. Uh, it's Pear, and I just put in my name instead of Pear. Uh, Pear oh. meaning father. So... Um, the most popular story about the origin of Père Foutard was first told about the year 1150. An innkeeper, or in other versions a butcher, captures three boys who appear to be wealthy on their way to enroll in a religious boarding school. Along with his wife, he kills the children in order to rob them. One gruesome version tells that they drug the children, slit their throats, cut them into pieces, and stew them in a barrel. What the fuck does this have to do with anything? St. Nicholas discovers the crime and resurrects the children. So the children are fine, and they sort of just go back to enrolling in religious school. And then St. Nicholas After says, this, you know what? Do this to all the bad kids from now on. After this, Père Foutard repents uh, and becomes St. Nicholas's partner. A slightly different no. version of the story claims that St. Nicholas forced Père Foutard to become his assistant as a punishment for his crimes. I believe in redemption, but I don't think someone who committed a violent crime towards children should then end up working with children. Yeah, essentially be invited into every single child's house. Yeah. The most common depiction of Père Foutard is of a man with a sinister face dressed in dark robes with scraggly unkempt hair and a long beard. Some incarnations of the character have him wearing a wicker backpack in which children can, of course, be placed and carried away. <laughs> Although traditional portrayals clearly show a white old man in a black robe, in the last hundred years, communities have seen a rise in grown men donning blackface, claiming that it's, quote, just dirt. <laughs> Groups what? have protested the racist representation of the character and asked for abolishment of the character. Early renderings of the character show him being nearly identical to St. Nicholas or Santa Claus, but wearing a black suit instead of a white and red. Oh, so early depictions didn't make him have a black face? 
Right. This is just people today wanting so bad to be racist. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's uh, actually, So that brings us to our last Christmas companion, and it's one that we swore we would stay away from when we talked about him in the past. But because of the year 2020 and the racial tension and racial ignorance that has gone throughout the country, <laughs> it's time to talk about Zwarte Pete, uh, a.k.a. Black Pete. Thank now, you. I want to hear about this. Some people claim that Pear Futard and uh, Zwarte Pete merged at some por- point. Like, they were two <laughs> separate entities, and and through the folk tales and stuff like that, people just sort of rolled them together into one character. Well, wait. Pear Futard is, is French. Where, yeah. where is Black Pete from? <sighs> lower The lower countries of Europe. Okay, okay. Continue. I don't know what that means, though. I just wasn't um, <laughs> sure if it was from if it was involved in France too, or if they, uh, they're just really trying so hard to explain it. Yeah. So okay. Zwarte Pete, in his current form, comes from an 1850 book by. <sighs> part of me wants to pretend. Part of me wants to say his name somewhere so he can get a laugh, but the other part of me is like, "Fuck this racist guy." <laughs> Um, okay. And in this particular book, he was depicted as a blackamoor. And what a blackamoor is, um, is a black person, uh, a moor from the moor culture from Spain. So, participants portraying Zwarte Pete typically wear blackface makeup by painting their faces black, wearing exaggerated red lipstick, and a, quote, nappy or, quote, kinky wig. As well oh, and as, like literally black, like old yeah. timey, old timey blackface. Not even like trying to look like an actual like person of color, just like 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 tar colored black from the pictures I've seen. Oh, it's so upsetting. It is. Um, also wearing colorful Renaissance attire and gold earrings, the character has become a reoccurring subject of controversy. <laughs> Duh. Especially in the Netherlands for its uh, perceived cultural and ethnic insensitivity. Historically, Zwarte Piet is referred to as a servant and not a companion of St. Nicholas. Oh, my God. It doesn't, even if he's the king of Christmas land, it's still not okay. <laughs> in Dutch Sesame Street in the 90s, um, one of the main characters learned that it was racially insensitive to call other people of color Zwarte Pete. Oh. However, the character recurred in Dutch Sesame Street through 2011. Oh. <laughs> okay. Like uh, Necht Rupert, going back to Rupert where we started, mm-hmm. uh, he's traditionally the one punishing ill-behaved children by beating them with a birch rod or even taking them back to Spain in a sack that he carried, which on arrival contained um, gifts for the good children. However, in the 20th century, these punishments were abolished and Zwarte Pete became a friendly character, although his punishments can still be heard in Sinterklaas songs still sung today, which warn that Sinterklaas... St. Nick, 
um, and his assistant will leave behind, or I'm sorry, leave well-behaved children presents, but punish those who have been naughty. They might even take a very poorly behaved child to their homeland of Spain in a burlap sack, where, according to legend, they will be forced to assist them in their workshop for an entire season or longer. These songs and stories also warn that a child who has been only slightly naughty will receive a bundle of birch twigs or a lump of coal instead of gifts. I will say, I mean, that's way better than every other fate from the other folklore. It's just like one's going to take you to hell and another one is going to take you to Spain, which makes me <laughs> wonder how makes me wonder how racist it is in whatever country that is to have to go to Spain. I know. That's weird. Also, why is that the only cultural character where they were like, you know what, let's take the abuse out? All the rest were like, nah, totally right. cool. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, those punishments were abolished. Like, are, That's very bizarre. Who's, who's governing this work they beat <laughs> and its punishment practices? So, is anyone, is there any culture these days where, like, they're just totally all in on Suarte Pete still and they don't care? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, do, do tell. Um... You know how there's people in America who are like, I don't get it. Why all lives matter? Yeah. What I don't get it. Why do they say Black Lives Matter? Mm-hmm. Um, and that sort of seems to prevail in the Netherlands amongst the Dutch. Really? Um, still? Wow! I didn't know. I, like, I knew it was an issue, but I didn't know still to this day with all that's happening. According to a 2013 survey, upward of 90% of, Dutch, of the Dutch public do not perceive Zwarte P to be a racist character or associate him with slavery and are opposed to altering the character's appearance. Damn, that is lame, dudes. In 2018, studies showed that between 80 and 88% of Dutch public uh, did not perceive Zwarte Pete as racist and 41 to 54% were happy with the character's modernized quote, sooty Pete style. <laughs> oh. Why does gra- Grandpa... Oh my god. Instead of Santa, I almost said Grandpa. What the fuck? Why does Santa even need the helper? Like, it's not like he's the key part. Right. I don't get it. That's weird. The George Floyd protests and subsequent Black Lives Matter Black Lives Matter demonstrations in the Netherlands in 2020 appear to have had a significant effect on the acceptance of Zwarte Piet's traditional blackface appearance uh, among the Dutch public. A June okay, 2020 survey, yeah. June 2020, saw a drop in support for leaving the character's appearance unaltered. 47% of those surveyed supported the traditional appearance compared to 71% of a similar survey in 2019. The every, year, every year they have to do this in a survey. <laughs> like, so if they do that, what, why, what else has a survey every year to see if it's problematic? Nothing. <laughs> nothing else. Prime Minister Mark Root stated in a parliamentary debate on the 5th of June 2020 that he had changed his opinion on the issue and now better understands why people, why many people consider the character's appearance to be racist. In August 2020, Facebook updates, updated its policies to ban depictions of blackface in its Facebook and Instagram platforms, including traditional blackface depictions of Suarte Pete. In October of 2020, Google banned advertising featuring Suarte Pete including soot versions without blackface. What was the advertisement? 
That is what I really want to know. What was it? What was it promoting? I'll see if I can find uh, quickly. I mean, it, it, you don't have to tell me. Marissa, if you can get to chat. Okay, I'll figure this out. Sometimes I figure it out. This picture yeah. is considered the sooty version. If this is just. They. No, okay. They just look like they're doing lazy blackface. Like, it's it just true. looks like yeah. they did blackface, but it's coming off. Like, it doesn't. They don't have the red lipstick, thank God, because to me that makes it the scariest. Oh, yeah. The, like, the only way I'll buy that it's soot from, like, a chimney is if your clothes have soot on them, too, not yeah. just your skin. So, no, oh. these are pristine outfits. Important to realize, Marissa, is that because Google owns YouTube, mm-hmm. um, individuals will not be able to make money from Sooty Pete or traditional Pete videos on their YouTube channels. Good. Was that uh, a it big market? <laughs> it doesn't give um, particular uh, specifics about what advertisers would use it, but almost like I know that this is going to sound like bullshit. <laughs> Almost like you would see, I don't know, a reindeer in an American ad for around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It leads me to believe that this would be similar. Like you would just see him in the corner of an advertisement for the store <laughs> or something. I'm just like, imagining yeah. like a box of Pop-Tarts. And just because it's the season, he's just like in the corner. Mm-hmm. And that's just like so upsetting. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. So these are the people that St. Nicholas chooses to spend his time with as he travels around the world. <laughs> Which should gifts. really say a lot about him. Yeah. 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 And Bell's Nickel is apparently still prevalent in Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh. Where but in otherwise, Pennsylvania? We live in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania Dutch. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's weird. <laughs> I try to be open-minded, but no, it's just weird. I mean, early polls indicate that Trump did have quite the lead in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, any of these traditions are are fine. It's just with all the beating. But again, might I also mention I don't believe, I never believe I don't believe in Santa Claus. If I did that'd be a problem. I never believed in Santa Claus because my parents said, I bought you these gifts which is how I will raise my children were I to have any. Uh so and meaning then visit all of them in the future down. to say <laughs> yes. no, I gave you that. <laughs> <laughs> so I find all of this cuckoo town, but very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, so I wonder what it's like to be living in Norway and be black. That's all. <laughs> the Netherlands. I have to say about that. <laughs> um, I also wanted to, but I just totally forgot, which is a different kind of discrimination. I also wanted to include Mrs. Claus because Mrs. Claus is not a uh, long time part of the Saint Nicholas tradition. Uh, but I forgot. I forgot to include her. I'm sorry. Is there any? story that implies that St. Nicholas had a romantic relationship with any of these companions. No. That is a shame. (laughs) Okay. If he was going to have one with any, 
I think it would be um Sooty Man? No, no, I'm sorry. No, not I don't mean Black Pete, that one where people claim it's soot. I mean the one that literally carries a bag of soot. Oh, the guy who carries a bag of ash? Yeah. I think it would be um The Whippy one? Pair Fuitar, yeah. The one that's all kinky and shit with the kid yeah. in the corner? Okay, yeah. But also <laughs> also because he looks just like him, but in a black suit. Ooh, so it's like he's banging himself. Yeah. Which okay. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I like this episode. Thank you, thank you. I'm sorry. I was really quickly trying to see if I could um come up with something for Mrs. Claus. Eh, she's just a woman. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you have any questions, Marissa? Any additional questions besides uh, the romance between Santa and his companions? No. Santa's got, Santa's got <laughs> companion hoes in different coats. At some point, when I figure out the proper way to Google it, I'm going to look into that. Mm-hmm. But no, I guess that's all the questions I have for now. Then I believe that takes us to... Plugs. Okay. Um, oh, I gotta get in. I'm gonna plug my favorite book that I read every December that I forgot about that I'm gonna start reading today. I'm gonna plug my favorite book, which is called Santa Lives! Exclamation point. Five Conclusive Arguments for the Existence of Santa Claus, written by Ellis Weiner, or whatever, <laughs> W-E-I-N-E-R, Weiner, Weiner. Uh, yeah, it's my favorite book. It's not a child's book. I mean, it's not like an elevated discourse book, but I mean, it's not a, it's not a book for children. It's just like an absurd comedy book about Santa. Um, yeah, it's really funny to me, and I read it every single year. Because it's fun. So again, Santa Liz, exclamation point, by Ellis Weiner. That is my plug. If you're bored or need some, like, stupid, silly shit to read, um, get it. How about you, Pete? Related to Christmas, um, another playlist that I have out on Spotify is the 50-plus versions of Last Christmas, which I encourage everybody to check out. But what I really wanted to plug this year, and I apologize if it's too late in the season, but... um, Get wireless outlets for your Christmas lighting needs. Because then, from oh. one app, you can turn on or off all of your Christmas lights. I like that for outdoor <laughs> ones. For indoor ones, I feel like we it's not that hard. But for outdoor ones, absolutely. I also have a terrible memory. And so I have mm. them automatically go on at 4.15 every day. And then at times, oh, I, cool. I turn okay. my head and I'm like... Oh, they're on! Yay! <laughs> okay, for some reason, in my mind, I didn't imagine you having the capacity to schedule them. It was just you have to go on, <laughs> off, on an app. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, so... See, I don't like technology. That's why I don't want to go in the future. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Guys, if there are any romantic entanglements between you, listen what? listen fans if you okay. want to write us some fan fiction oh, if you want to draw us some fan art of saint nicholas and one of these companions getting down and dirty please leave children out of it but like 
hey, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Please leave children out of it. Actually, it would be great if you could keep it clean. I mean, I I respect the um, fan fiction writing might might get a little erotic, but, you know, I'd say graphic-wise, if you'd like us to share it with others. You can be romantic. Just don't but be if you want to keep it dirty, DM that to Marissa. Yeah, I'll take that. Just not like, don't give me dirty pictures. Uh, oh, okay, I'm just going to give you a short story really quick. Uh, this is not a plug, but I just want to, I think I've mentioned on the show before, bring up again. I had a phase where I was into yaoi manga, which was like uh, Japanese comic books, boys love ones. It says boys love, that's not children. I don't know why it's called that. But uh, it's just like uh, two men in love, but it's like very beautifully written. And uh, oftentimes, it, oftentimes it's made by women, not always. But it's, it's basically for a female to read also because like it's it's written in this like really like romance emotional way and i would read some but they were like pretty tame like maybe like at the end you know the boy the men the boys they're not boys they're men the men would kiss (laughs) or like they would look longingly or i think once like sex was implied but i don't want to see I don't like seeing cartoon. I know that's not cartoon. But I don't like seeing illustrated sex scenes, and I don't even like. I don't even look at porn in general in my life. That's a true story, everybody. Um, I'm not trying to seem cool because <laughs> I know that makes me look cool. Um, but my friend was like, "Oh, I bought you this for Christmas. I got you a Yaoi comic." So I looked at it, and she also told me that she had her mother wrap it for me. And I looked at it, it was, it was like, it was so pornographic. It was about a college professor who I think was like blackmailing his student and like making him have sex with him. And it was just showing like big, veiny, hard dicks going into butts, which again, I, I mean, I don't care about gay sex, but I don't, I don't want to see any sex. I don't want to see any sex in comic book form. Uh, and I was like, why did you have your mom wrap that for me? Also, I said I like a love story, not a porno. So, if you're ever like, should I buy Marissa a Christmas present? Do not buy me an explicit yaoi comic. I want no explicit veiny penises. <laughs> okay, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. You could call us at 570-POD-WAD-1 <laughs> or slide into my DMs at Riss Vandal. Do you have anything else to say, or you're just thinking about what I said? Oh, I'm just thinking about what you said. Yeah, that's it for uh, today's show. Tune in next week uh, when Marissa and I record uh, frantically and sleepily because we will be trying to record the rest of the year. Yeah. (laughs) Which we kind of forgot about. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>